0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the BH Drum Pod uh, presented by www.bhdrumacademy.com. This is episode number two. Thanks for coming back. Uh, Once again, I am talking lots about drums today, Um, but specifically in today's episode, I'm going to be giving you a guide as to what you need to know when you are buying a drum kit. There's lots of Brands, there's lots of colors, shapes, sizes, and prices, um, but it's uh, it can sometimes be overwhelming when you're looking at uh, whether it's an online catalog or online uh, or in a music store. And you're trying to figure out what is the best type of drum kit for you. Um, like some people just think that any old drum kit is going to do, especially on your first time. Uh, I remember when I, I I got my first drum kit. Um, I mean, I, 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 I would thought it was the best thing in the world. It was, uh, it was my pride and joy. It was my baby. And that was something I, I carried around with me all the time to play, uh, play with friends and jam. And I wanted to record with it and I wanted to do all these things, but little did I realize that, um, even just one of the entry level drum kits that you can get for a pretty low cost, uh, doesn't really work for all the things that I wanted to do with it. So um, I had to save my money and uh, with a little help from my parents, uh, we were able to go and buy the drum kit that I be able to use for lots of things and the one i use right now um so and i've had my drum kit here i i have a yamaha oak custom drum kit uh the one that you see in my my videos the red sparkly one Uh, i've had that drum kit for probably close to um close to 10 years now and uh, it sounds really great and i love it and i can do a lot more things with it than i could with my entry level kit so I'm not asking everyone to go and buy a really expensive drum kit here, but I do want you to consider um, what's your plan to do with the drum kit. So I'm going to give you a basic guide for what you need to think about and some things you want to consider when you're buying a drum kit. So this is for people who are maybe... Think uh, going to the store and have the money and they're going to buy their first drum kit ever. Or perhaps it could be also a guide uh, for parents. Um, I know there's lots of parents out there who are supporting their children um, by getting them involved in music. Uh, Good on you. And uh, maybe you're thinking about getting a drum kit for maybe a birthday present or a Christmas present or something like that. And and you kind of just you know nothing about drums. You're like, what the heck do I buy? Um, so this is going to help you, I think, uh, be able to make some of these decisions that go with that. So let's get started. Now, the first thing I want you to think about, um, when you are thinking about going to buy drums, uh, is you really have to understand what is the reason you are buying the drums? What's the reason you're actually going to buy the drums? Um, Is it to play some shows or some uh, concerts or gigs? Is it just going to be jamming with friends? Uh, Is it just a hobby or just a common interest, like something that will stick in your house and you can just play it whenever you feel like it? Uh, Are you hoping to do some recording with the drum kit? Or maybe it's a combination of all the things I just said. It's really important to know that reason as to why you're buying the drums, because Each of the reasons may steer you into different directions uh, with what kind of drums uh, and what kind of drum kits you want. And with the different types of drum kits, it'll also lead you with different brands, uh, different styles. And um, one thing that probably matters to a lot of people is the different prices uh, that each of these drums cost. So what's in What's involved with buying the drums? Well, you have, uh, when you're going to buy, when you actually buy a typical drum kit, uh, there is, of course, the actual drums themselves. Uh, some people call them shells or the shell pack. Uh, those are the, the typical, like, bass drum, snare drum, uh, and the toms, your rack toms and your floor toms. Uh, so they call that the drum shells or drum kit. Uh, you have your cymbals. And your stands uh, that hold the cymbals and, of course, your stands that also hold the drums up. You have your throne or a.k.a. the stool or chair that you sit on to play the drums. You have your feet pedals, the one for your hi-hat and then you have one for um, your kick drum. And then, of course, to play the drums, you need drumsticks, which break from time to time. And so that's a recurring cost. And as well on each of the drums, they also have drum heads. Now, when you buy drums, they come with drum heads, but they wear out and they stretch and they can break. Um And uh, after quite some time of playing, they do wear out and you do need to replace them in order to get the drums to sound pretty good. As well with that, if you plan on traveling around with your drum kit from venue to venue, um, a good investment is also uh, cases to protect your drums from scratches or damage and and whatever. So <laughs> there's a lot to consider consider with all that. And all of those things I just listed have lots of different brands, lots of different shapes and sizes that come along with that. And of course, different price points. So uh, there's a lot to be involved with uh, with buying drums. Now here's some suggestions. Uh, let's get started with the guide of the, some things to think about. So here's my, um, first suggestion for all of you who are looking to buy some drums. Um, I know one thing that is a common, uh, concern when buying musical equipment, especially is budget is how much money you have to spend. Um, and like, Like typical things, the more you spend on something, chances are it's better quality that you get from the product itself. Um, So that's something to consider. Um, But if you have a budget and you're trying to stick to it, consider buying, for example, secondhand equipment or used equipment. Uh, You can find them, of course, online or I know Facebook Marketplace has been a great there. Kijiji or even um, local music stores, they sell used equipment uh, that people trade in. Um, perhaps also you consider renting drums instead of purchasing them for the first time, especially for new brand new drummers. Um, and especially kids, if they have never played drums and you're hoping you're buying a drum kit and hoping they're just going to fall in love with it and stick with it, um, that's kind of a bit of a gamble. I mean, I'm not sure how, I don't know um, your kids or anything and what they're into, but uh, it's sometimes a bit of a gamble with brand new drummers. They might start playing it and then they never touch, they get pretty good at it and then they stop drumming. Um, and then all of a sudden the drum kit collects Maybe they've just lost a passion for or get busy with other things or just change interests. Um, And then you're stuck with this drum kit that you purchased. So renting a drum kit is kind of like a try before you buy sort of uh, method that you could use to do it. And some music stores do financing, like you can rent it for a certain number of months and then all of a sudden you own the drum kit. Um, Another place to check is um, when you're buying things and you kind of want to have a cheaper side is check pawn shops. Uh, Pawn shops often have a lot of musical equipment. When I go to pawn shops to check out musical gear, there's always drum kits in there um, and they're always at a pretty good price. So pawn shops is a good thing to consider um, when you're if you have a specific budget. But otherwise, uh, purchasing brand new is the the leather option. And that one's not really the most cost effective one uh, that there is. Um, So those are kind of your purchase options. You can buy secondhand, you can rent it, check out some pawn shops, or you of course buy online or brand, brand new. But just keep in mind, uh, keep in mind when you're going to Purchase these things. You Remember always what your reason for buying drums is. Uh, you kind of get what you pay for when it comes to musical equipment. Um, so just be, be aware. Now, the next thing to consider um, when you're buying a drum kit is to just double check what is all included when you're buying and purchasing a drum kit so um often at music stores um this they have kind of a drum kit especially learner or beginner drum kits or entry level drum kits um they'll have an all inclusive type of drum kit means that you're going to get uh the drums the cymbals the stands um a chair to sit on or throw the drum throne it's called, and some pedals uh, all included into one cost and one big set so a drum set is all of those things together. And then the thing that's extra to purchase on top would be your drumsticks to play with. Um, So most music stores will have like an all-inclusive drum set deal that you can get. Um, You can also buy each of the pieces of a drum kit individually. So if you would like to just buy uh, a certain type of drum set, but you have your heart set on certain cymbals, you can buy those separately. And uh, most of- most often um, people will buy a drum kit and then they will start to upgrade their equipment by buying individual pieces afterwards. What's also available when you buy drums is something called shell packs. And symbol packs. A shell pack is just the drums itself, the toms, the snare drum, and even the kick drum and the floor toms. Um, all of that as just one piece. And then you can get symbol packs as well, which is uh just usually one brand of symbols or one model or line of symbols that come in a pack. And they usually include hi-hat symbols, a ride symbol, and a crash symbol. Um, now if you wanted to get more symbols, you would have to buy symbols extra on top of that, or if you're looking for certain specific type of symbols, then you're going to need to buy those specific symbols uh, individually. So you can buy uh, on all-inclusive pack, you can buy uh, where everything's included. You can buy just the drums. You can buy just the cymbals. Or if you really want to go wild, you can buy <laughs> each individual piece separately. Um, But that's going to take a lot more guidance and probably some research and work on your part to make sure you get the right things. And it, generally speaking, if you buy um an, a single item at a time, it does add up in with cost it does cost a little bit more in that sense so um, just be aware of kind of what you're looking for and what you need so now that you know what to buy um, let's talk about what types of drum kits there are out there so the typical types of drums when you think of a drum kit most people think of the type of drum kit you might see at a concert um, whereas the big huge things that are made of wood or acrylic and they have lots of shiny symbols and stands Um, so there is acoustic drum kits and then there's also electric drum kits um, so there's two different types of drum kits that I would steer you towards to think about purchasing now I have both and uh, I've uh, over the years I've learned a bit of pros and cons uh, towards each of them so let's start with the acoustic kit the kind of the Normal or regular style drum kit that there. Uh, to me, um, an acoustic drum kit is the real authentic sound. Uh, this is the type of drum kit that I will play on stages for concerts and also the type of drums that I would record with as well. Um, so the type of drums, my red sparkly drums that you see in my videos most often, my Yamaha O custom, um, that is an acoustic drum kit. So that, that being said though, it has lots of uses and it's the most real sound. It's definitely by far my favorite, uh, but it has some cons. Um, it is certainly loud. Drums are a loud instrument. So because it's loud, you might have some uh, issues with people you live with or your neighbors or wherever that might be. So uh, you kind of have to choose when and where to play a little bit more carefully um, as well It also needs to be tuned and uh, sometimes even dampened correctly in order to sound good. If you don't learn that skill of how to tune your drums, your drum's won't really sound that great. Um, so learning the skill of how to tune drums is an essential skill for all drummers. Um, I teach how to tune drums in some of my video series, my, one of my free resources on my website. So feel free to check that out. And I'll definitely show you some easy ways of how to uh, tune your drums. And uh, of course, they're a bit heavier. They're a bit bulkier because there's more of it. Um, but it's, that's an okay problem to have. The other type of drum kit is called an electric drum kit. There's tons of different brands and styles and models of them. Um, there is some brands like Roland or Alessis. And then there's also a lot of other ones. Roland and Alessis are usually the big key players there. Um, Electro drum kit is one that you plug into the wall. So it does need some power. Um, and if you want to hear the drums, um, all the drums kits will have, you'll have to plug your headphones into the drums. So you can hear what you're playing or you can plug them into a speaker And and you can play it out loud for people. So that's also something as well. Um, I find electric drum kits really, really good for practicing um, in the sense that because they are quite quiet, you don't need you can put headphones on and you can hear the drums. And all your uh, neighbors will hear are just just hear a bunch of tapping noises. Um, And it's not I mean, it's a lot better than a loud, loud drum kit. Great thing about electric drums is they'll always be in tune as well Uh, you don't have to tune an electric drum kit because it's a a computer program it's already tuned and they already and lots of them come already pre-programmed with lots of different sounds and and different styles of kits so that part's kind of fun you get to play on lots of different sounds of kits uh, and styles Um, some of the cheaper electric kits though um, are a little Harder to play in the sense that if you hit the same drum really loud, it's going to play you a drum. It's going to play you a a drum sound. But let's say you hit the same drum a little bit quieter. Um, Some drum pads and some of the uh, sensors that are in the electric kit might not pick up some of the quiet uh, hits that some people play. Um, I've noticed that when I've been trying out some of the electric kits that I was thinking about purchasing when I was shopping around for one. It was kind of important um, like when I would play ghost notes, for example, on the drums, uh, the drums, the pads themselves wouldn't be picking up some of the quieter hits I would make with my drumsticks on the pads. And that was important to me because I, I wanted it to sound almost identical or uh, sound as close as I could to my acoustic kit that I had. So if that's if that's something that's important to you, then uh, that's something you want to consider about. Um, lots of the great brand name ones and kind of the expensive ones they have like mesh heads so they the drumstick bounces a little bit easier some of them have rubber heads uh which is a little harder in the hands but they are just as good um and you can also program or tune and kind of put effects on some of, a lot of the sounds so electric kits they're great um they're great for practice uh they'll always be in tune and uh, uh just keep in mind they do need to be plugged in for people to hear in, into a public, into a a PA system or headphones. So those are the two types of drum kits that are are out there that you can consider. Now there's um there's lots of brands of drums that you can think about. If if you are brand new to drums and you're just using it as a just as a hobby or just jamming with friends, um you can get any brand that you want to. Uh, But if you're planning to gig with them or you're planning to do something a bit more higher quality like recording or um, playing live shows with them and sound of the drums is important to you, uh, then you might want to consider going for a a brand name type of kit. And like these brand names, uh, there's tons from Pearl to DW to Yamaha like mine, Mapex, Gretsch, Sonar, Tama, and I'm probably missing a ton more, Uh, but there's a lot there. Lots of acoustic drum kits uh, also have some different types of woods that are made. So and when you're looking at drum kits, uh, one th- another thing to consider is what type of wood is uh, is the drum kit made from. Um, cheaper beginner entry level drum kits are usually made of like a blended wood, and it's very similar to when I, I got described from a, mus- a guy at a music store one time. It's kind of kind of like a, what plywood would be made of. It's kind of like a blended uh, type of wood. Um, so because it's like a blended type of wood that doesn't kind of hold drums, uh, sound waves very well, uh, tuning is a little bit harder to maintain with some of these entry level kits. And the sound of the drums is a little less quality. Um, but for the price point, it might be perfect for some people. Uh, maple is a type of wood as well that uh, is used in a lot of drums. And it's quite versatile and it's really, really good for recording drums. Uh, and they hold their tune very, very well. Um, the sound, the type of sound that a maple drum makes, is kind of like a brighter sound. It's a more of a higher tone. So you might find it in more jazz kits or pop kind of sounds. Um, and so on. Oak is another type of wood. And that's what my kit is made of. It's called a Yamaha Oak custom. It's made of Oak wood. And it's a a type of wood that's very, very dense. And if you know anything about Oak wood, it's usually quite heavy and that's why it's so dense. Um, it's very, very good for live shows. And that's kind of why I purchased my drum kit, because I wanted a drum kit that was really, really good for live shows, which is usually what I play most of. Um, So it's a loud wood and it's great for live shows. So that might steer some people to that. Yeah. And then if uh, you're looking for a type of drum kit that has a lower sound like a, a kind of a a lower tone uh, mahogany or birch are types of woods that kind of create a lot of lower tones so To sum it all up. Maple is kind of on the bright side. Mahogany and birch is kind of on the low side. And oak is just generally quite loud. Uh, I find that can be sometimes in the middle, but it's uh, in terms of tone, but it's a quite loud wood. And there's even some drum kits that blend all of these types of woods together to kind of make the best case scenario. Um, So wood is something that you can uh, think about, at least. Um, But if it's something that's kind of way over your head... You don't have to worry about it too much. Uh, But again, just remembering why you're purchasing the drums. That might is is, is a goal that you want to think about. Now let's talk about symbols. Symbols. What symbols do you buy? Uh, there's, of course, just like before, lots of brands, lots of price points, lots of materials also that drums are made of. Um, there are some pretty cheap symbols that are out there. Um, and there's also some pretty expensive symbols that are out there. And, uh, generally speaking, the more expensive that a symbol is, uh, chances are it's, uh, it's better quality type of symbol. Um, there's lots of brands like Sabian or Zildjian or Paste or M- Meinl, Dream TRX, there's tons that are out there. Um, and There are some cheap ones. The cheap ones are typically made of material like bronze. Um, And bronze is a good, it's a cheap material to make cymbals from. And they do make a, can make a pretty good cymbal sound. However, they're generally a little bit weaker. So uh, I, my first type of cymbals I got when I had my, bought my first drum kit, they were made of bronze. And uh, they cracked, unfortunately, after quite a while, quite a long time of playing. Um, The, Different types of symbols are made of a a unique combination of metals and, and the way that they're produced and types of filming that they have. And even the grooves that are inside the symbol, the thickness of the symbol, there's so many things that make a symbol sound the way it it needs to sound. Um, And uh, you can, it's very kind of interesting how they build symbols. If you ever get a chance to look online and see how they're made, it's quite interesting. Um, but they're made in all these variety of ways to create different sounds. So here's what I ultimately recommend for cymbals. If you're brand new to drumming and you're looking for kind of the basic basic and you don't know anything about cymbals, I suggest to buy a cymbal pack where it come, a bunch of the similar type of cymbals and a similar brand and model all come in the same package. So And the package usually contains hi-hats... Uh, ride cymbal and a crash, maybe two crashes, um, and they're different sizes. So they all make different sounds. If you're interested in buying individual cymbals and you don't know, kind of know where to start, uh, I recommend you really base it off of sound. So what sounds good to you? Um, You can go to the physical music store and play some cymbals and hear what you like. Um, But another cool trick that I've that I've learned, and I learned this from um, some other drummers as well, is when they're shopping for cymbals, um, they actually YouTube or go online or to their manufacturer's website and you can find people playing these cymbals. So they record um, what the cymbal sounds like in different ways that you hit it. Uh, and they also can compare them to other types of symbols. So you can make an accurate choice as to what sounds good. So you can shop from home uh, by doing just a little bit of research. Um, try not to listen on like some of your phone speakers though. Try to listen on some headphones so you really get the true sense of what it sounds like. So do your research, go with what sounds good to you. And, um, and I recommend maybe looking at uh, what, researching what they sound like before you buy. If you decide to buy them individually. So great things to consider as you do that. Um, Now, the throne, the drum throne. What do you buy with this chair? Um, And it's just kind of like buying any chair, to be honest. Um, If you look at a chair and you're like, that won't hold my body weight. Then probably won't hold your body weight. Uh, then you should be able, the chair and the stool, the drum throne, should be able to hold your body weight, and it should be able to be stable. Uh, it should also be built well. If it looks a little flimsy, or um, there's kind of the adjustments that it makes, looks like something that could be broken after some time, uh, then chances are it might not be the best drum stool for that. So there is, of course, lots of sizes. There's uh, for some some kit. For young people, people who have lots of body weight, there are drum stools, there's wide ones, there's short ones, narrow ones, different shapes. Ugh, there's so many. And of course you want to be comfortable. It's a chair, right? It's a chair, it's a, it's a throne. It's that's when you like, what you sit on to play. So it's got to be comfortable. Um next I want to talk about drum pedals. What kind of drum pedals do you buy? There's of course lots of pedals out there. You have your pedals for your kick drum, your hi-hat and so on. Um there are uh, let's talk about the kick drum pedals specifically. Uh the hi-hat pedals I will just make a quick note about the hi-hat pedals. The hi-hat pedals is is part of a hi-hat stand. So the hi-hat stand has a pedal in it or on it already and so it's not like a separate thing you buy but it is considered to be one of the stands that you would buy that hold all your cymbals. But specifically let's talk about the kick pedals. Uh, There are single kick pedals and there's also double kick pedals Uh, and my recommendation for kick pedals is to stick to brand names if possible. But It's not necessary to stick to brand names. Um, You can stick to a uh, a name that's not like the same as one of your drum kits. Like you can get Pearl uh, kick pedals, DW kick pedals, Yamaha kick pedals. You can get the same what types, but you can also get kick pedals that are not, uh, that don't have like a drum kit named after them kind of thing. Um, so you can buy you can buy a variety of them, but stick to brand names if possible. But it's not really necessary. So pedals should feel pretty smooth on the feet. Um, they also have springs that are adjustable so you can change the feel of how your drum pedal feels for you and also your style of playing or music that you play. Um, you can tighten the springs up so that the beater, which is the ball on a stick, basically on a drum pedal that hits the, the thing that hits the uh, kick drum. Uh that can bounce back at you pretty quickly if you have a tight spring or you can loosen the spring on your pedals. So it doesn't, um, uh, bounce as fast. So it, it, of course, it's all about comfort and feel and, and how you play and so on. Uh, even the st- even the technique that you use, it will all matter for what type of pedals you use. So I suggest to, um, try them as well, uh, before you buy. Now, cymbal stands are also an important part of a jump kit. They're the thing that holds the cymbals up, and sometimes they hold up some drums and stuff. And there's lots of options to choose from. Typically speaking, there is something called single-braced uh, cymbal stands and double-braced cymbal stands. And it just basically means strength. A double-braced stand is typically stronger uh, than a single-braced stand, but double-braced stands are heavier. Um, and uh, heavier drum stands, meaning that it's stronger and stronger drum stands means it can hold more things. Um, so, uh, for example, they can hold like they can get like special attachments to have like two or three cymbals on one stand. Uh, so it's a cheaper alternative. Instead of buying three different stands for three different cymbals, you can buy one stand and get a b- bunch of different attachments to fit all three cymbals onto one stand. It looks a little like bit like Frankenstein, but it's definitely more cost effective. Um, you would never ever though have more than three symbols on one stand, uh, so that it's a bit more structural symbols are not cheap. (laughs) So especially if it falls and breaks, I mean, that's a, that's not a cheap, you can't just go get them repaired. Uh, if they break, there's no fixing them. So, it's just something to consider about. So, symbol stands, there's tons to choose from. Uh, choose the strength or the price point that matters to you. And that's important. And of course, there's tons of accessories you can buy and attachments that go with all that. Lastly, drumsticks and drum heads. Now, I'm going to be doing some uh, podcasts and also uh, I have some video lessons already up on my bhmacademy.com website uh, that talk specifically about drumsticks and what things to think about when buying drumsticks and what types there are. And also the same with drum heads, what types there are and what do you buy and so on. So, I would highly recommend you go and check those videos out but really quickly, they're very similar to um, all of these other things. Uh, drumsticks and drum heads are kind of specialty. And specialty meaning that it's a personal preference. I think almost every single drummer that I've met um, has usually been using a different pair of drumsticks or uses different type of drum heads and it's all specialized to the style of music that they play and also what sounds good. What feels good? What's comfortable? Like in the end, you're holding these drumsticks in your hands. And if they don't feel comfortable in your hands, um, then this not really, is going to re- kind of reflect onto your playing. Same with drum heads. If they get the wrong drum heads for your type of drums, um, they won't sound as good as maybe different types of drum heads that are matched for your drums. So um, I, I've met lots of drummers who have different drum heads on their drums because they're like, well, these drum heads sound really good on my drums. So these are the ones that I use all the time. Um, and it's kind of like a bit of trial and error. You're trying some drums out and you're trying some drum heads out you play them until they break. And okay, I didn't like those ones. I'm going to try something different the next time and so on. And once, and after a while, you will be able to find the ones that sound really good and work best for you. Now, uh, as I said, there is lots of different um, types and styles and shapes and sizes of drumsticks and drum heads. And th- these are the only two that's a recurring cost, which means you could, would buy them a bit more regularly um, to kind of keep up and be able to play the drums and have them sound good. Um, but I have lots of information on that on my website. Uh, so I highly recommend you go check those out. So, that is everything. I hope I was able to give you a little bit of a guide as to what to think about. So just to kind of summarize everything that we talked about, um, I, I know a lot of you have some concerns about um, buying drum kits with this in terms of cost and budget and what you might actually use them for. But my first suggestion to all of you, and just and if, something I want to take away from today is I really want you to make sure that you truly understand what is the purpose that, of you buying drums? Like wh- why are you buying drums in the first place um, in the sense of what are you going to be using them for? What are you going to be using the drums for? That's going to steer you in the right direction as to uh, what type of drum should I get? Uh, What's the best bang for my buck? And then you can start to do your shopping for uh, looking for deals or looking for packs that come have an all-inclusive set, includes everything from your kits to your, uh, to your pedals, to your cymbal stands, and cymbals and all of that stuff. Um, I know lots of people are thrifty shoppers and they try to look for deals. But when it comes to musical equipment and especially the drums, um, you kind of get what you pay for. So I want you to be aware of that as you go through some things. Um, I will have a, a PDF copy of lots of things and some quick pointers of all of this stuff that I talked about in this podcast uh, included with um, my video version of this on my website on Academy. Uh, And it's, uh, if you want to print it out and kind of take it with you, read about it and then do your research. Absolutely. That's a great resource to have. And don't forget. There's lots of resources out there uh, that you can look at, um, especially with the world of social media. You can hear other people's drum kits. Um, you can check out some drum kit reviews or symbol reviews, customer reviews, and uh, people do an honest review of, of of things. I use that all the time for anything. Anytime I'm trying to fix something around the house, I go quickly on YouTube and someone's probably... Trying to fix it. Uh, if I if someone's bought something and I'm considering buying it, and I just want to check it out before I actually, um, you know, type in my credit card number, then I'll go and do that. Like it's a great way to do your research that way. Someone's already probably purchased it and had a review on it already, so they can sh- tell you what they think of it, and so that might be able to guide you as well. If, however, you have any questions about any of the stuff I talked about or you want some more advice on what type of drum kits to buy, I highly encourage you to check me out on on my website, bhdrumacademy.com, and you can contact me from there and I'd be happy to help you in all that you choose. But that's it for me. Thank you very much for another episode of BH Drum Pod presented by bhdrumacademy.com, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Take care, everyone.